0: Hello and welcome to smash hit sports. I'm your host Cody. We are exactly halfway through the NFL season. It's been nothing short of chaotic. I've loved every minute of it. And I am so incredibly happy to have Troy on Troy King um, is going to help us recap last week gave give midseason awards predict the future. Which I cannot wait. Troy um, at T King Mode, which you can see on the screen or in the description if you're listening to the audio version of the show. He makes fantasy content for football guys. Destination Devi, the Fantasy Playbook. Troy, welcome on, man. It's great to have you.
1: Man, I appreciate you inviting me on, Cody. You know you're one of my dogs. I'm glad we finally get to do a collab together. It's very overdue, and I'm ready again into so some football, man.
0: Yeah, dude. It's it's been too long. Um, Troy and I have been in cahoots since the uh the fantasy um expo Expo, in canton like two years ago so it's uh great to have you on man dolphins fan too and you're having a absolute hell of a season which is great (laughs) yes i am we'll talk about the dolphins we'll talk about the dolphins but let's start with the week nine recap um let's talk about the thursday night game a little bit eagles 29 texans 17 the eagles are Damn good. Obviously, we got news about Josh Allen, and we'll talk about it. Are the Eagles, in your eyes, the best team in the NFL right now?
1: It's hard to say an undefeated team isn't the best team. I think, I honestly think the Buffalo Bills are still a better overall team. I, I'll give the Eagles, I'd say they're second. I mean, but i say in terms of total team, I think the Bills are still the best team, even though they have two losses compared to the Eagles. I it just look With Josh Allen and the weapons and their defense, I think it's just slightly better than the Eagles, but it's really close for me.
0: Yeah, and I want to see kind of how that Bills defense progresses once they get 100% healthy because Trey White is a massive, massive difference maker, and obviously he missed a lot of football last year in the beginning of this year. So I want to see... You know, I want to see how he looks when he is a hundred percent because I don't know if he is quite yet. That Eagles team, though, Coach Nick Sirianni has done an absolute hell of a job. I don't think there is a you see in college football all the time that like they have head coaches that like match the aura of like their city or state or whatever that they represent. I don't think there's more of a Philly dude than Nick Sirianni. He just is so Philly. He is so...
1: And look, and again, he, like like you said, I feel like he matches the energy that his team loves him. He's great. Like, he's aggressive. He's crazy. Again, it fits the fan base, fits the team. I'm, look, they're going to go far. I, I definitely... Super Bowl is in the very realm of possibilities for them.
0: Which, I, I am a fan of Jalen Hurts. Just as a person, he is impossible not to root for. He just seems like the nicest, most humble dude... Um, I I have we're gonna do some mid season awards. I'm gonna talk about Jalen Hurts okay. for sure. Okay. Um, but man, I he's just such an easy guy to root for. It's kinda of AJ Brown just kinda of talking shit about the Titans a little bit <laughs> when they were watching that Sunday night game. That's crazy. Oh uh, no, yeah. AJ but, Brown
1: look, that's I feel like he, he got a good deal being shipped out. Shipped over to Eagles for sure.
0: Yeah, well, the Titans have, I think, one receiving touchdown by a wide receiver this year, and it's Robert Woods. Terrible, Yeah, Tough to watch. Um, But let's move on to the Bills. We talked briefly about them there, but Jets 20, Bills 17. How big of an issue is Josh Allen's arm? Because I know it came out today that there's a partial UCL tear, and he's day-to-day. How are you evaluating him at this week and then that Bill's offense going forward.
1: So I think, I mean, obviously I'm not a medical expert, but for me, I think it's something where, because he had a similar injury his rookie year and he missed four games. So this would, I guess the degree of this isn't as severe as what happened his rookie year. I think one thing we should think about, because I saw some of the reports that, oh, he might be able to play through it. I think that if the division... And the AFC wasn't, I feel like the division wasn't the way it was. Like, everyone, like, you know, the Jets are on top of the division. Sorry, well, sorry. It's, I think that the Bills are still on top of the division, I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah, because they're 6 and 2. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, like, technically, yeah.
1: Yeah, so the Bills are still on top. But the fact that Dolphins have six wins, <laughs> Jets have six wins, and they just lost to both teams, it's, you know, like, every single game from here on out matters. Like, you can't afford a loss. But at the same time, it's like okay, the division is so tight. But also, you want to save your best player for the playoffs. So, because even if well, let's say they don't win the division, they don't get you know home field advantage. they should at least be a wild card, right, with the remaining of their schedule. But obviously, that home field in Buffalo is an absolute game changer. So it's it's a tough decision, right? Do you save your quarterback? Do you or do you have him play through it? Or could he possibly? make it worse with his injury and case Keenum is a confident backup but and also they play the vikings who are seven and one they're seven and one so that's another factor it's not like an easy team where it's like oh maybe case Keenum. it's like there's so many things involved because what happen is if the bills lose and the dolphins win because the jets are on the bye, the dolphins are on top of the division so, yeah. yeah, so they're on top of the vision. So there's so many factors that are playing a part. And I know the Bills must be going crazy. Like, what do we do? And maybe he toughs it out. But, again, if he injures it more, then they're going to be like, oh, my God, you're so stupid. I think, in my opinion, I think they should try to rest it for this week. And maybe, who knows, maybe it's better from here on out. And maybe he gets injected with some. I don't know. But he's going to be limited. It's not looking good. Maybe he toughs it out. But, uh, it's. I would not want to be a Bills fan right now. I'd be stressed out.
0: <laughs> I agree. Looking at their schedule, the next three weeks they have the Vikings at home this weekend, which is obviously a big game. Uh, one o'clock, Kirk Cousins, so the Vikings should play well. <laughs> but then you get the Browns at home and at the Lions on Thanksgiving. So if I and obviously I am not, you know, Sean McDermott, but if I was. I think I sit Josh for the next 3 games because after that you have at the Patriots, the Jets at home and the Dolphins at home. 3 divisional Huge games, game. 3 straight weeks to start December. There there's I want I want my quarterback 100% for those games because that ultimately could determine how your season goes. And like if if Josh out for, you know, God forbid he gets hurt worse or aggravates it worse or whatever by trying to play him. The Bills are not – that team goes with Josh Allen. Like, I don't – this isn't a team that can, like, make a run with Case Keenan, nah. I don't think. So, we'll see. I hope he plays because, damn it, he's electric. And I want to see him play on Thanksgiving because I needed a reason not to talk to my relatives. And Josh <laughs> Allen playing football is a damn good reason. Um, Let's talk about the Vikings. Uh, They won by three against the Commanders. I see – I'm seeing a lot of – People on the internet saying, uh, yeah, but their schedule is kind of fraudulent. And they they did get their ass whooped when they played the Eagles. And this, that, and the other. Are the Vikings legit? They're legit,
1: man. And I know, like, and Kirk, Kirk's. I feel like he's, he didn't play that great last week. But I feel like overall, I feel like he's having a decent season. Fantasy-wise, he's about QB 10, I think, in points per game. Yeah. So, overall, he's doing well and look, JJ, I feel like Adam Thielen, hasn't, he's been okay, he's been serviceable, but he hasn't been Adam Thielen of old. Justin Jefferson is Justin Jefferson. Dalvin Cook is having a really yeah. good season. And look, I feel like, say what you want fraudulent, they're winning the games that are on their schedule, so it's hard to take away, they're doing what they're supposed to do, right? They're winning. They're 7-1, and They're and their division is cake. <laughs> Super cake division, yep. they're walking into the playoffs, like it's... And for them right now, it's just about, hey, securing home field advantage like that's really all they have to worry about right there's their the division's locked down for them so all you gotta do is secure home field advantage and yeah i think they're legit i think their defense is i think the defense is pretty good but i feel like overall it's the offense right you justin jefferson dalvin cook those are the those that's what in kirk cousins that's what's going to make those wins happen in the playoffs
0: yeah and when you have studs like that you can win like it feels like the vikings are never out of a football game right and say what you will i love kirk thuggins the 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 chains and the watches and the interview the whole nine yards i i actually really do think that there's something to a team having a great locker room environment i think the vikings have that right now because you get like they look excited to play every week and i don't think you could say that under mike zimmer because mike zimmer is the epitome of like white bread with toast like toasted and buttered that's just what he's just stale man and i think that i think this vikings team is actually having fun playing football and i don't think they've had that in in a couple years
1: and you know what? And I feel like a lot of the best teams have that. I don't know if you know, but it's like that kind of coach, right? It's like the Vikings. They have Kevin O'Connell. Like we, I've seen some like you know locker room shots. of he's with the team, he's fun. He's energetic. You guys got like Mike McDaniel's yeah. with the Dolphins. He's fun. He's yep. energetic. He's tuned in. you like guys like Brian Dable. He's a players coach Dable, with the Giants. Yep. He's he's tuned in. Like he's it's like that personality, right? Like the players want to play for him. He's connected with them. And I feel like that's the new wave of coaches, right? There's going to be less of the mike zimmermans and bill belichick bill belichick like he, he's the GOAT. But i feel yeah. like we're gonna see less of that and more of like this like like the best team And um yeah with the eagles too like the same exact situation we just alluded to where it's like again like it's all tied in like look the coach and the players they're on the same page they buy into the message and they're the most successful teams in the league
0: yeah i think it's one of those where everybody's rowing the boat in the same direction like they all are in, incredibly invested in trying to be the best football team every Sunday. And it's cool to watch. It's cool to watch and it's cool to see those moments. And like, we forget sometimes, cause you know, I go to work every day and like work is better and I'm better at my job when I enjoy who I'm working with yeah. and like the environment that I'm working in. And these guys are just the same as us. They're just incredibly more athletic. Um, <laughs> Uh, I got to talk about my Bengals, obviously. Uh, the I think it was like the second highest fantasy scoring day ever um, by Joe Mixon. Just an absolute insane um, day by Mixon in that offensive line, the whole nine yards. I do have long-term concerns about the Bengals. Their schedule is brutal. Jamar <laughs> Chase is going to be out for it I think a couple more weeks obviously they have their bye this weekend Troy please tell me that I should not be worried everything's going to be fine the Bengals are going to win this division I mean or or should I I be
1: concerned I feel like the Bengals look a lot better than they did to start off the season win the division the Ravens look like they got it I feel like the Ravens schedule is cake the Ravens the Ravens schedule is cake so it's like they and they started off shaky. So, But the thing about the Ravens, though, is that they're winning on the back of Lamar. All, a lot of their weapons are hurt, but it doesn't matter. They're finding ways to win. And their schedule is a lot softer than yours. I think it's asking a lot for the Bengals to win the division. But also, again, it's more so like, like they're going to win games, but I feel like it's going to be a wild card race, right? And only... Like yeah. there's only so many teams that are making the wild card, and then you, you the AFC is brutal. Like too bad, and yes. it almost sucks that like the NF the NFC overall is cake compared to the AFC. It's such a murderous row. Like again, it's like you're going to be competing with teams like the Dolphins or who knows, we'll see the Dolphins or the Bills. We'll see what happens with Josh Allen. But yeah. you got like, legitimate contenders who might are going to be taking these wild card spots. So I think. Could they win a division? Yeah, it's possible, but it looks it, I feel like destiny and the way the schedule's set up, it's screaming Ravens are going to win this division.
0: I agree. I hate that you're right, but I agree. What it's crazy that we all talked about the AFC West being the best division in football. They have They're Derek horrible. Carr and Patrick Mahomes <laughs> and John, yeah. and they've been very, very average. I mean, the, the Chargers are five and four, but nothing about that five and four is impressive. No. But da- the AFC East, like every team crazy. over five hundred. It's It's been nuts. Like, every team in that division is fighting for a wild card spot. Plus, you have the Chargers. Plus, you have the Bengals. The, the AFC South, I think, is awful. But the other three divisions in the AFC, like, they're damn good. Um, speaking of teams that stink, Rams 13, Buccaneers 16. What happened, dude? I just feel like this is just the story of how the Rams
1: have been all year. I feel like they're... Defense isn't they, like obviously they have great players like obviously Aaron Donald, but their overall their defense hasn't been as dominant as we'd like them to be. Their offense is absolutely atrocious. Like it's the offensive line, and people have been yep. they can't run the ball. They can't run the ball, and people are like, "Oh, is the run game going to get any better?" But the problem is, it's weird in Week Ten it's not getting any better like what you we know what teams are now so it's like we know what teams are now like it's nothing It's changing they're not gonna be able to run the ball for the rest of the year and it's just like if they somehow able to sneak into the playoffs then they're gonna get blown out the first round you know what i'm saying it's just and that's the reason it's just the rams is just and i actually was on a different show yesterday and i was saying how like it's kind of like in Dynasty when you think you're a contender and you trade away all your picks and you assemble this squad and you realize really quickly that you are who you thought you were going to be. And the Rams are the definition of that. Like, they're not what they thought they were going to be. Stafford, I know he got hurt, you know, earlier thing in the off season and he had the elbow injury. I don't know if that's explaining a lot. You. Cooper Cup can't do everything. It's like Cooper Cup's been yeah. great, but he can't do everything. They can't trust anyone outside of Cooper Cup. Tyler Higbee was actually balling earlier, but like now they're using him to block even more because the offensive line's so bad, so they need more help blocking. So Tyler Higbee's been blocking and hasn't done anything in the past couple weeks, so he's fizzled out from... And just the running back, again. The running backs are terrible. It's just, they're not that good of a team. Like Sean McVay, yeah. I think he's the offensive guru. I just think that in the Bucks, look, Tom Brady's the GOAT, right? That last drive showed, Yeah, he, he it showed, you know, summed up his whole career, right? he The two-minute drill, he's the king. In less than
0: two minutes, it was like 30 seconds. Yeah. It's, <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah it's,
0: he's so damn good. It's, I, I have... I actually, I genuinely believe that the Rams will not make the playoffs. The offensive line is so porous. Yeah. But you kind of thought like they made some moves this off season, and it just it didn't work because you had the they brought in Allen Robinson, and that move didn't work. Like Alan, like he's been very pedestrian, and it looks like that last year at the Bears was more about Allen Robinson than it was about um, the Bears. And then I. I hated this signing when they brought him in, but they they paid so much money to Bobby Wagner. A uh, middle linebacker is not the difference between a championship team or not. Like they they I was stunned that they didn't try to go out and replace Andrew Whitworth because my thought was I know they lost OBJ and I know they traded away Robert Woods, but losing Andrew Whitworth was their biggest loss oh, of absolutely. the offseason in my opinion. He covered and up a lot of flaws for the team. I yeah. it's crazy. Um Talking about the Buccaneers' offense a little bit. I think, obviously, the Rams' defense is good, but it hasn't been elite this year. Are we concerned about some of the issues we've seen with Mike Evans and Scotty Miller and that? Like, it doesn't – they have not looked their best. And I know Tom hasn't been perfect, but I still think he's been good enough. I feel like – I
1: mean, I think we – it's back to the offensive line. They've had a lot of offensive line issues, and the run game has been very inefficient, like – Playoff Lenny, he hasn't been showing up, right? And then, like, that's why we've seen a little bit more of a shot white in the mix. So I think that is a lot to do with it. It's just the run game hasn't been as consistent. So I feel like the entire offense isn't what we've seen in the past because, like, last year, we saw more of a balance between run game and pass game. But if the run game doesn't work, because, again, Tom is able to benefit off of play actions and things like that. It's not just him dropping back all the time. The run game helps set up the pass game for Tom. And they haven't had that. Again, the offensive line has been suspect and beat up. And so I think it, that's one of the reasons. Yeah. And Tom, obviously, if we want to talk about the divorce yeah, that I don't care who you are. That probably impacts you yeah. mentally, right? I'm not yeah. going to blame the entire thing on it. But, you know, that might have impacted a little portion of what was Happening with the struggles, but I think they needed this win. I think they needed this win. I think they needed confidence. I think they're in Germany, right? I think they're in Germany versus yeah Seahawks. And I don't know what's gonna happen. I feel like overseas games they never go how you expect them to go. And the Seahawks are actually a good team now, yeah. (laughs) So it's not a guaranteed win. So we'll see how that plays out. But I feel like they really needed the win against the Rams for a confidence booster. Who knows? Maybe this turns things around. And the division is so awful that they yeah. they're on top of the division. They're on top of the division. I don't see look. The biggest competition was the Falcons, like in that division. Yeah. So it's like, I think they're gonna be just fine.
0: Yeah, and I would be surprised if the Falcons end up going uh, with a quarterback change at some point this season. But
1: um, what, but you but I would think that. But the thing is, they're again they're right
0: there. Their tied. is just they lost to the Bucks. So like that thing. It's crazy because they're either winning the division or they're not going to the playoffs at all. Yeah. Like, there's no in-between. Yeah. So, it, it's crazy. Um, yeah, it turns out, like, obviously we're fantasy guys, and a lot of the people we talk about in our content are your wide receivers and running backs and quarterbacks, but losing offensive line is a Huge. big, big deal because the Bucks left guard retired, their right guard signed with the Cincinnati Bengals, and then their center, Ryan Jensen, uh, blew out his knee. Uh, before the season started. So, missing three out of your five offensive linemen is a big, big deal, and it's really impacted Brady in that offense this year. Um, Speaking of an offense, Chiefs 20, Titans 17. Uh, Let's start with the Titans. Is there any chance that they win a postseason game?
1: No. Let me rephrase that. Because it'll be at home. Well, with with Derrick Henry, all things are possible. (laughs) so
0: it's just like <laughs> Derek Der- Henry has turned into a church figure at this he, he, point it's he, like hey
1: through like, Henry all things but it's he's the type of guy especially in fantasy people have been trying to write this guy off like he has to decline he has to decline and he hasn't he's just a massive human being who everyone knows the ball's going to him and it doesn't matter it doesn't matter because he can't stop because he's not he's not just big he's big and he's fast and then just like and it's hard to tackle him, right? And it's just, I feel like, and with Malik Willis, though, you got to have Ryan Tannehill back. I think it's proven that yeah. Malik Willis needs more time. Like, they're absolutely not winning with Malik Willis right now. I think that I'm not running the ship off. He's a rookie. I get it. But you need Ryan Tannehill back there. And also the problem is, is that their wide receivers are lackluster at best. So
0: yeah,
1: I think for them to win... They need to, they need to do what they pretty much they always do, right? They need to get the ball. They're going to control the time of possession, and they they should try to play with the lead. <laughs> I feel like that's yeah. what you need to do, right? Control the time of possession, get up because I feel like it's definitely harder for them to come back in games the way their team is set up when you're
0: a hundred percent. When
1: it, when your team is revolved around Derrick Henry, it's best for you to be winning. And then the defense, it's like we've seen a defense show up a lot. I feel like they have a solid defense. I feel like. For the most yeah. part, they played really well. They the defense kept them in that Chiefs game. Yeah, it they got a
0: solid front seven. Like they, it, it should have been blown out. Work. They
1: should have been blown out the way Malik Willis was playing, and the, I don't think the wide receivers had any reception. He had five
0: completed passes. Yeah, he had five completed passes, none to a wide receiver.
1: Exactly. So that formula means they should have been blown out, but the defense kept them in the game. So I feel like defense wins championships. They're not sniffing a championship, but I think you have a solid defense. You have that run game. If they can just keep going with that formula, I don't think they'll, I, they could make it to the play. They'll They'll be in the playoffs, right? They'll be, but yeah, how far will they the go? Division, yeah, yeah. The cause yeah. That's the probably the division is, yeah, the Colts, the Jags, the Texans, disgusting. So yeah. they, have, they have a cakewalk to the division. It's just,
0: yeah. <laughs> Cra- crazy Derrick Henry stat. He is the only Titans player to score a touchdown since week five. And they are five and three. <laughs> That's, yeah, that, that, is that shows insane. you how good he is. That just shows you how otherworldly he is. Built different. Um, talk about the Chiefs, and that, then we'll move on to your squad. Are Where do you – so we talked about the Bills, and you think they might be the best team in football. Do you put the Chiefs as the second-best team in the AFC, or are there more concern? Because I still kind of have AFC, concerns with that offense.
1: So the AFC – it's hard not to, look. I think the Dolphins might be because I think the Dolphins I don't hate that take. I think the Dolphins might be the second best in the AFC because I mean, it's hard to say, right? Because you have the Chiefs are really good, but I feel like Patrick Mahomes, you can make the argument they're second. I think third might be better. It's just Mahomes just makes it happen with no matter who, right? No matter who. I feel like their defense is not great. The defense isn't great obviously they don't have the weapons but it doesn't matter when you have Patrick Mahomes so I think they're at least second or third I say the Dolphins are right there I think at worst the Dolphins are third place if you want to put the if you want to put the Ravens there you know you can make an argument with the Ravens being up there too but yeah I don't know I'm trying to think of who else in the AFC would be considered one of the best teams I don't know
0: yeah, yeah. and the, the I trust Andy Reid yeah. At, at the end of the day, when you have a coach who's been there and done that like Andy Reid has, I think he's going to have this team right. Obviously, 20 points isn't what you want, but they got the win. It was in overtime. It was ugly, but good teams win. So I, I'm not worried about the Chiefs. I, I think they will be just fine. we got to talk about your squad because <laughs> good Lord – are they fun to watch? Yeah. Dolphins 35, Bears 32, maybe a little closer than you wanted. But what are your thoughts after the first half of the season on the Dolphins?
1: So I have so many thoughts. So I feel that the offense with Tua, the offense can score at will. It, it's proven that the yeah. offense can absolutely score anytime they want to score. Uh, and it's been proven all season, right? When you And then I feel it's, yeah, you have Tyreek Hill, you have Waddle, but the offensive system that Mike McDaniel is implemented is just lethal. It's absolutely lethal because yep. it's literally Tua it's Tua is the perfect quarterback for that system. The way he anticipates throws, he puts it where it needs to be. He knows where his receivers are supposed to be, and you have the receivers who are skilled enough and fast enough to make things happen. You have the yak ability, but Tua's putting the ball on the money. He's extremely accurate. You've been hearing that all year. Just yep. the perfect offense. It's really the perfect offense, again, to score well. We've seen it. And the run game now with Jeff Wilson, I think it's such an underrated addition because him and Raheem Mostert, they know that system at like the back of their hand. But yep. Raheem Mostert, he's 31. So we couldn't just have him as our workhorse for the entire season, right? I'm glad that now yep. we have Jeff Wilson, who's again, knows the system so well. Yeah, it's a great trade for them. Yeah, and as long as the run game and things, watch it. Because the run game, the Dolphins haven't been running that much because of their offense, you know, because of their passing weapons. But if we can run the ball even more, defenses are in trouble. If we can continue to really work on that run game, it's over. It's over for almost any – but the defense, I will say, one thing that you should notice that has been a theme all season is that the Dolphins struggle with running quarterbacks. Justin Fields, Josh Allen, Lamar all put up huge, big numbers. Even though the defense overall did pretty decent against Josh Allen, they're the reason why they won that game. Mm-hmm. I feel like the defense is something where I think it might be the case. So, yeah, you got Chubb. So hopefully, you know, it was Chubb's first game yeah. with the team. So as long if the defense can. And I feel like a lot of times what you've seen this season is that in the wins, it's either the offense going off or it's the defense keeping you in game, Right. So, like, for example, like the Bills game and the Steelers game were really times where the, the yep. defense came, made certain plays to make things happen. Even this last game, they were getting killed all game. And towards the end of the game, defense, you they know, got to stop when they needed to. Yeah, exactly. So the defense showed up where they needed to show up. So I feel that. If they can just tighten th- things up, the do- also the defense, we've had a lot of injuries in the secondary. So I think that the Dolphins, again, are going to be one of the best teams. If the defense could just be a little bit more stout, then it's over. Like, I feel that see, we've been talking Super Bowl. I, I don't know about Super Bowl yet. I mean, clearly it, they, they should be in the conversation about Super Bowl, but am I going to sit here and be like, the Dolphins win a Super Bowl? I'm not there yet. What, if the defense could show up more consistently, yeah, and then, so this week, they play the Browns at home. It's a big game. It's Yeah, they're 3-5, and five, but the Browns have a run game. They have a good offensive line. Yeah. Their defense isn't slouches, so it could be a trap game. It's a game that the Dolphins really need to win because after this week, they have a bye next week, and then after the bye, they get the Houston Texans. So that would be eight wins. So if they beat Houston, that would be eight. Eight and three. That would be humongous for the race. Because, like you said, towards the end of the season, it's you got the Patriots. We got to go up to New England for the Patriots. The Jets have to come. Yep. The Jets have to come to Miami, which is a big deal. But then you have to go to Buffalo. So those are games where those aren't yeah. guaranteed games. I don't know if they're going to win those games. So that's why you have to win this week and next week. Get up to eight wins. So that's why if you... You happen to lose a game here or there towards the end of the season you have that cushion so
0: yeah you have a brutal three-game road stretch yeah. in december at 49ers at chargers at bills back to back to back weeks yeah that is that is going to be tough no and man if we could get a dolphins bills sunday night football game in buffalo yeah that, but that it, would be
1: awesome it would be awesome and i think that's one of the again that's one of the biggest things where i feel like the most winnable game. I think the Chargers is probably the most winnable because you can run on them. We'll see. We don't know what's happening with Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. So that's going to be a tough game, but I feel like it's a winnable game for them. The Bills game, I don't... It will be very difficult for the Dolphins to go to Buffalo and win in December. Like, that's a game where, like, if they happen to win... It's tough
0: for anybody to go into Buffalo and win in December. If the
1: Dolphins go up there and win in those conditions then now that's when i would be talking about super bowl if they're able to do that then that's super bowl aspirations right there because that's probably the toughest environment outside of you know arrowhead in this in the whole you know and you know saints is hard but i think that like you said it's a tough stretch i think like before those games happen you need to make sure you win all those other games they also play green bay Some like towards the end of the season, so that should be a W. But you need to win this game and you win against Houston, get to eight wins, and then you can afford a loss or two between the Chargers, 49ers, Bills. But that's really what the Dolphins and I think they they know that, but I think they really have to make sure they win the games they need to win.
0: Yeah, I I agree. So, uh, on a little more fun standpoint, I'm a Bengals fan, I get to root for Jamar Chase and T Higgins. God damn, is that fun? You, this year, have gotten blessed with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell. Wow. How awesome is it watching your offense, knowing that no matter where you are on the field, you can score? It's something that the Dolphins haven't
1: had in... We've never had anything like this since I was born. Nothing... Not even close. No Chris Chambers? Chris Chambers was lit. I love Chris Chambers, bro. We co- we can't compare Chris Chambers to Tyreek Hill.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you're right. You're right. Chris Chambers was a hell of possession receiver, yeah, but he wasn't no Tyreek, Hill. bro.
1: I I love Chris Chambers. My family loves Chris Chambers. Like, again, like my I was born into a Dolphins family, right? So, Chris Chambers one of my favorite wide receivers of all time, but you no one in Dolphins history. I don't care OJ McDuffie, I don't care who you referred to, no one was like Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill. Like, absolutely no one. Like, Tyreek Hill is probably one of the best players, if not top five best Dolphins players in history, right, is Tyreek Hill. If not, if he's not towards the top, he's that talented. What he's doing, breaking Calvin Johnson's record for yards, even though the touchdowns aren't yeah. there, it doesn't matter. Like, if it doesn't matter touchdowns aren't there, I'm glad he scored. Hopefully he sco- we get to have him score, but What's been happening is that Jalen waddle has been scoring all the touchdowns because yeah. you know, cause the defense is so focused on Tyreek Hill, it helps open up Jalen Waddle. He's the one scoring, but Tyreek Hill's getting all the yards, so it doesn't matter, right? You, it's just, again, we pray for health, pray they both stay healthy, but, yeah, it's so fun to watch. I haven't been this excited to be a Dolphins fan in a very long time.
0: Yeah, and it's one of those things, too, where the Dolphins did to us such a service by bringing it – Obviously, drafting Waddle is huge because he's incredibly talented, but also bringing in Tyree Kill. Seeing young quarterbacks get weapons that can help them develop and prove that they are the guy is huge, huge for a young quarterback. You see Justin Fields getting Chase Claypool, and like, hopefully that helps. Zach Wilson getting Garrett Wilson kind of is going to, I think, prove that Zach Wilson's not the guy because they even brought in Garrett Garrett Wilson can't get it done, but it's – it's one of those things where it has to make you feel so much better about Tua because before it was Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert from that draft class, and everybody was like, Yeah, Tua. Like now, I, I think it's a very legitimate conversation that we could have a quarterback like class between those three where they are all great. Like and, and there was never, never a conversation be before. Very good for a long time.
1: It was never a conversation before. It was only Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, and Tua was the redheaded stepchild. Sorry for lack of a better yep. term. That's what he was. Like he was nowhere in the conversation. Now you have to bring him in the conversation. Like oh, hey guys, I'm here. And again, he his stats are better than the other guys, right? And Justin Herbert. I know he's been yeah. hurt with the injury, but he has not had a good season for Justin Herbert standards. He's not been good. He has not been good. Yeah,
0: I agree. It sucks for Justin Herbert because I want to see him at his best with Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, but like yeah. we just haven't gotten that yet. But all right, last Dolphins question before we move on to some uh, awards talk. But I gotta know where, how far right now are the Dolphins going? If you had to, if you had to say, hey, I'm Troy King and I think the Dolphins will win, blank. I what think is
1: that? we go to. I think we win. We win absolutely. Win a playoff game. I think they end up being. If I'm being completely honest, I think we end up being a wild card team. I think the Jets are. The Jets defense is lethal. I still have questions about their offense. I don't. I just don't have faith in Zach Wilson. I don't have it either. I just don't. I know they're six and three, but I feel like again, I feel like if they're going to win, their defense is just elite. So I feel like maybe I could get them there, but I feel that. If I was being honest, I think the Bills win the division still. But I feel like the Dolphins are the wild card they are a wild card team. So that's the way I see it playing out. I think the Dolphins win at least one playoff game, which we haven't done since two thousand. But that'd be a big deal. We've it's made it to crazy. the playoffs.
0: Yeah. Two thousand
1: seventeen and two thousand eight, but they haven't won a playoff game in twenty two years or something like that. So yeah, it's so I think they win a playoff game. I think, to me, I think they end up in the title game. But I don't know if we're going to win the title game. That's my bold prediction. I'm not going to say love Super it. Bowl yet. I'm not I, I'm not going to do it. I hey. wish I could, but I'm not saying Super Bowl just yet.
0: Look, if I had told you that at the beginning of the year, if you had been like, hey, the Dolphins are probably going to win a playoff game and may possibly make the AFC Championship game, would you have been like, yeah, sign me up?
1: Oh, I mean, sign me. I mean, I yeah. would love to because I feel like, again, just winning one playoff game is again Mike McDaniel's. Now he's the king of the world. Tua's the king of Miami. Yeah. Tyreek, Hill, Tyreek Hill's Tyreek Kill's a god. Like I feel like everyone they love Tua, but they, they're loving Tyreek Hill. They're loving Mike McDaniel, Jalen Waddle. They've been like so. Yeah, it's it's fun times in Miami. and It hasn't been fun times in a long time.
0: So hell yeah, man! I, I as a Bengals fan who saw happiness last year for the first time in a long time. Oh yeah, you. I'm glad. Uh, <laughs>
1: You, the you are the laughing stock of the league, bro. And then bro. now you're in the Super Bowl. No one expected that.
0: <laughs> hey, it, it, it has made my football watching a, a lot more enjoyable. But um, let's talk some midseason awards. And we're going to lead off with the big one because this is the one that everybody cares about. MVP. If the season ended after nine weeks and you had to pick your NFL MVP, who is Troy King's MVP of the season? It's Jalen Hurts.
1: I feel like just Jalen Hurts, how much he's improved. You've you've been leading undefeated team. To me, I feel like it's easy. And I feel like right now, after Josh Allen was in the conversation, I know he's still in it, but after that loss to the Jets and the fact that he lost to Miami, I'm sorry. You can't give him the MVP. It has to be Jalen Hurts. And I think Patrick Mahomes is right there. The fact that he lost Tyreek Hill, he's still doing everything that you're doing. I think it's huge, but I think it, it's Jalen Hurts to lose.
0: Yeah, I those would be my top two, and obviously Josh Allen, it sucks because like he was hurt, but like the first nine games of the season have been great for him. I also think people are sleeping on Lamar a little bit. I I know he's Lamar in the conversation, been, he's in the
1: conversation, but oh, he's lost him. He lost some games that he shouldn't have lost. I don't know if he's gonna yeah. win. And Tua, Tua should be in that conversation too because in the games he started and finished, he's undefeated this year, and obviously you yeah, know, and that's was, gonna
0: be yeah. one of those. That's gonna be one of those things where, like, when we're looking back at the end of the season, like, you could have an argument for two, but it's like, oh, but he only played in twelve games. You know what I mean? So yeah. those two games,
1: he the games he missed that was those are those brutal. The games that he missed. So.
0: Yeah, well, you want to talk about showing value when he's not there? That Dolphins terrible. Offense.
1: I mean, the Jets putting 40 on us says everything you need to know. But then the the Vikings game was close. It it shouldn't have been. The fact that it was that close, I think it says a lot, right? The game was close with the backups. And if Tua was there, I think it would have been a W easy. I think it would have been an easy W with Tua,
0: but yeah. All right, so let's go the other way then. Offensive Player of the Year is an award that typically doesn't go to a quarterback. Um who would you give your offensive player of the year award to? Tyreek Hill. I feel
1: like it shouldn't be anyone else but Tyreek Hill. Again, he's about to, he's on pace to break that record. It easily Tyreek Hill.
0: Yeah, this is one I agree with a hundred percent. And I really don't like maybe Justin Jefferson would be second or AJ Brown because AJ Brown's had a phenomenal start to the yeah. year. But I don't think you could give MVP and offensive player to the same team. So that's a that's a tough one. But yeah, I, Tyreek Hill has just been so so good. Um. Obviously, we're fantasy guys, but we got to go to the other side of the ball. Defensive Player of the Year. In my mind, it's Micah Parsons. Yeah, I think Micah I Parsons has been. Um, okay. Micah yeah, Parsons.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that, that's that's an easy one. Such for me a too.
0: force. Such he me. is a force, and I. It's one like that. The. Cowboys defense, I think they're still the number one fa- – no, they're uh, number two fantasy defense after uh, the Patriots. Patriots are – That's that, that's the reason why they're
1: 5-4 and because their offense is not good, but their defense is elite, and, it, and their defense is elite. So, yeah, that's the reason why they're, they're doing what they're doing.
0: Dude, I – Maybe this is incredibly biased of me from, like, my love of Bailey Zappi from college football Bailey Zappi because college football Bailey Zappi was so fun at, at Western Kentucky – but I kind of I kind of want to see him get a legitimate shot. I mean, he, he had the game. I mean, I feel like he had this shot.
1: I think the problem is that he didn't do enough with his shot against the Bears. Because like, if he balled out, the job would be his. The job would be That's his, fair. but he struggled. And I think, again, Bill Belichick pretty much was begging Bailey Zappi to take over that, to take this job. He was put in there. If he just looked electric, it would be his job. But he didn't do what he needed to do. So goes back to Mac.
0: That is that is a fair enough statement. Offensive Rookie of the Year is a tough one because I absolutely would have given it to Brees Hall. Yeah, me too. And then Brees Hall got hurt. Who would you give your offensive, offensive Rookie of the Year to? I'm struggling
1: with this one, man. I'll be honest with you. There's not. I don't feel like there's that many great options. I guess maybe Chris Olave. Is just I don't really feel. Oh, sorry. I'm forgetting. Kenneth Walker. Kenneth Walker should take it
0: yeah Ken, and i think i think by the well, end damian of the pierce year,
1: damian pierce too
0: i i, I see uh... if i had to give this award based off of strictly the first nine weeks i think i would give it to damian pierce yeah but do i who do i think is going to win it long term i think it's either going to be kenneth walker or chris olave i think it's probably going to end up being kenneth walker because you're going to see if he propels that uh Seahawks team to a either division title or even a playoff berth I think it's going to be one of those it's like best rookie on the best team yeah I think so too because the you know
1: because the Houston Texans are so bad they're the worst team in the league so I feel like it's hard to give it to Damian Pierce so I'm gonna go with Kenneth Walker
0: yeah um all right coach of the year I think is a really interesting conversation because there are some coaches who've obviously done incredibly, incredibly well, and then there are some coaches who have taken teams who weren't supposed to be where they are and have vaulted them to where they currently are. Who's your coach of the year?
1: Well, I don't know. This thing is probably one of the hardest ones because I think Nick Sirianni, Kevin O'Connell, uh, Mike yeah. McDaniel, <laughs> yeah. uh, who else? Oh, Brian Dable. Those Dable. are those are the ones that like stand out to me the most. If I had to pick, one, I'm trying. I would like to say it might be Daniel. I don't know if I can't. I feel like he's he completely turned the Dolphins around in the fact that Tua was completely changed the narrative. I would like to say that. I think maybe I don't hate that take. Uh, Brian Dable, man. I feel like we expected the Giants. Pete Carroll should be in this conversation Bro, too.
0: That's who I was going to bring up. I'm glad you brought him up. Yeah. It's like Pete Carroll's. The the Seahawks were supposed to stink. I think their win total was like four and a half games. The Giants were supposed to. They've already to stink crossed too. that for the year. Yeah, and it's... the Giants were supposed to stink. Like it, yeah. It's crazy that we have. I think between the the Jets, the Giants, and the Seahawks, we have three teams that yeah, were supposed saw. to be the bottom of the team, bottom of the league and are now fighting for playoff spots. And that's pretty. Damn but cool Nick Sirianni teams. has the
1: only undefeated team. So I feel like that's also part of the reason yeah. it's like, I don't know. This one's going to be extremely difficult, but I, maybe I'll give it to Nick Sirianni because just by default, because he's the only undefeated team, but the other ones, everyone deserves consideration for that one.
0: Yeah. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. It's that this will be one of the closest coach of the year races. I think we've seen yeah. in a while. Um, but let's let's talk the future here. We're we're exactly halfway through the season, and we're I'm going to sit here. I'm going to clip this, and then we're going to go back and we're going to watch it. Let's you know, it. in January, and you'll be like, "Damn, we were so correct. We it. were just the most correct." I bet we will. Be. Who is your AFC champion? Who's going to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl?
1: The Buffalo Bills. Oh, I. I don't want to. I would love to say Miami Dolphins. I'm trying not to be a homer. If that happens, I I'm gonna find a way to go to that Super Bowl. If they happen to be, I'm definitely gonna find a way.
0: But Bro, football guys, get your boy there. Like what are do no, we doing? No, listen, here?
1: I'm I'm getting I'm going to that Super Bowl with it. But if I was a better man, I would say the Buffalo Bills. I think they're just the best team in the AFC. All
0: right. So we got the Bills in the AFC. Who do you have coming out of the NFC?
1: Eagles. I mean, I know that's probably... It's very chalk, my answers for both, but I just feel that they are the best team. I think they're better than the Vikings. Uh, say what you want about the Cowboys. have a good defense. The offense has some questions. I just don't think there's anyone in the AFC... That, the 49ers could put it together. They have the defense and the offensive weapons with Christian McCaffrey. If Jimmy G just doesn't do the stupid... It, because I feel like Jimmy G is... I feel like he's a he's a pretty decent quarterback. The problem with Jimmy G is that he does the worst thing at the worst time, and that's how they it's, lose games. That's what it's it, an opportune. Yeah, it's it, the it's the worst time because I feel like he's just not he's not like a super sucky quarterback. Like people like to say it, but I'm like I watch him like no, he's not awful. It's just that he makes the worst mistakes at the worst time. So if that's what's considered sucky, then okay. But I feel like majority of the game, I think he's fine. But then he makes. He, be just fucked up sorry for my language but at the worst time
0: hey it it is what it is we kind of seen that from that 49ers team over the years so uh, i'm gonna take uh, a little different approach from the nfc i am gonna take the vikings i just think Mm, we're gonna okay i i would absolutely love to see a vikings eagles matchup in the nfc championship i think that would be a lot of fun you get aj brown and justin jefferson you get Jalen Hurts, um, that running game, what they're able to do has been really incredible. Um, but I'm going to take the Vikings. I just think this is the the Kirk Cousins era we, we are in. I, I love, the, it reminds me of that Eagles locker room from when the Eagles went and won that Super Bowl with Car- er, with Nick Foles. I, I just love the vibes from the AFC side. I cannot figure this out because I, I think the Bills have, I, I don't know. I just think there's a an aura over the Bills. Maybe this is the year they get it done. Um, but I'm going to take the Chiefs. I'm going to take the Chiefs. It, it's not. It's and, not. And the it's never
1: bad going like, with the Chiefs, but they, their run game. I mean, you don't need a run game with Patrick Mahomes, but man, they their run game is not great.
0: <laughs> no. All right. So your matchup is uh, Eagles Bills. Who you got winning it?
1: I got Bills. I think I think the Bills are the best team in the league. I think they're the best team.
0: Okay, now talking between those two teams, which team, if they won, would get the most drunk? Would it be Philly or would it be Buffalo? Ooh,
1: that's tough, man. I feel like those are like those, I feel like in terms of the drunken cities. Both of the just, cities. Uh man. I know. I I'm very familiar with Philly. I think. No one's crazier than Philly fans. I feel like Philly... That's the f- damn truth. I think Philly fans will get more drunk. There's no one crazier than them. I'm going Philly. That's
0: fair. That's fair. I don't know a ton of... Um, actually, I do know a couple Eagles fans, but um, obviously Victoria is a Bills fan, so it would be, yeah. it would be cool to see her <laughs> celebrate a little bit. Oh, that would be wild. Uh, <laughs> that December 18th game between is Miami she, and, and Buffalo... That could determine
1: be, a division. The way the season's really, going to go, it's probably going to determine the division, and it's just like... But the, but the thing about it is though then but we obviously have one the Dolphins already have one win so I feel like it's less pressure on them so the Bills have to win that game so but because you know It'll like be close. But who would have the tiebreak because I don't know what the record would be but it depends on who's what the record is yeah. too because it'd be a wash so we'd have to think I don't know how that ties in but yeah. <sighs>
0: Oh, I can't wait. Troy, is there anything you're working on right now that the people need to check out? Obviously, you have your YouTube shows. You were on with LQ last night. Yeah. Um, I was dropping it into the comments section there, but... Uh, where can the people find you?
1: Sure. So you guys can find me at T King mode, pretty much on all social media platforms, but Twitter is my home base. So make sure to check me out there, but I'm at destination Davey mainly. So on Tuesday nights at 7 PM Eastern standard time, me and Laquan Jones, we have a show called TL fancy football. We usually talk waivers start sits. We do a quick Monday night recap, and then we just do a question and answer. Cause a lot of people have questions for the week. And then Wednesdays, I do a mailbag show with football guys with Dave Kluge and Victoria Geary. That's at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And Thursdays during halftime, just 10 minutes over at Destination Devi YouTube page. Me, Laquan Jones, and Samantha Holt. We do a 10-minute first half recap, and we do a second half preview. Just 10 minutes is a quick, fun show. But yeah, those are the main things I'm working on
0: absolutely go check that out they will all be linked in the description of the video in the description of the podcast so make sure you go check out troy stuff he is one of my favorite people in this industry and a good friend thank you all for listening to this episode and we will see you in the next one